0: Welcome to the No New Friends Podcast, the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. We are so excited for you to start your No New Friends Podcast journey. Now, in the first 20 episodes, we've got old microphones that we kind of piece together. So our audio is a little bit rough for the first eh, 20 or so episodes, but there are some classic episodes in that first 20 that we reference all throughout our future episodes of the No New Friends Podcast. So just bear with us on that audio. I apologize. I apologize. But it gets better. We get brand new microphones uh, right around episode 20 or so. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the No New Friends podcast. Hey there, No New Friends podcast listeners. This episode is marked explicit for language and sexual content. Listener discretion is advised. And now it's time for the No New Friends podcast with Scott and Mary. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the No New Friends Podcast. I am your host, Scott. With me, as always, is Mary. Mary! Please make sure that you like it and follow us on Facebook at New New Friends Podcast. You can email us, no new friends podcast at yahoo.com. Please message and support us by clicking on the message or support link in the episode description. We can be heard on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Now with us today, a very special guest, nationally touring comedian, host of Real Labs on Real Radio 104.1, and the Southeast Bithlow sumo wrestling champion, Mr. Miguel Cologne Jr.
1: What's up, man? What's up, Miguel? It's so good to have you here, man. Yeah, it's average for me, but let's see where this goes. Yeah, <laughs> know. I'm it. Now, I'm about, oh, Mary, I'm going to tell you guys, uh, I don't know for, for you listeners, I've known Scott for a while now and I'm, I'm your, am I your second guest on the show, Scott? Uh, something Is, like that. Something like that? You're my uh, second
0: celebrity guest on the show.
1: Celebrity guest. That's cute. But uh, I was so excited. I listened to all, I listened to all of your, uh, or I listened to your last podcast with James yawn. And, uh, already I'm going to tell you, you're not starting out with the same amount of energy you started for James and, uh, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling oh, it from the start. My bad. Well, my bad. damn,
2: I was just waiting for the opportunity to ask about the sumo wrestling thing because I've been thinking about getting into it myself.
1: Mary, you're hundred percent solid. Everything you do rocks. So don't worry about you. You're killing it. Yeah, I appreciate uh, you that.
2: <laughs> Did you have to train for a uh, said sporting event?
1: Uh, no, uh, the big thing with sumo is, man, you're treated like a god by the Japanese community, and I was already born godlike, so okay, it, it yeah. worked out pretty well. Like uh, most the hardest men in this
2: country, I was already born godlike. This is Mary, you get
1: it. Oh, my God. You, you yeah, get, get it, it, finally. Yeah, I think the, big, the hardest part about, uh, about sumo is just uh, constantly finding a McRib available so that I could keep weight. Yeah, way- well, I was <laughs> thinking
2: maybe keeping that little skirt on. I feel like that would be tough.
1: No, man, because I'm all about like the upskirt angle of it too. Like I, I have a slip every now and then. I'm like, whoops!
2: Whoa, I'm whoops. a naughty, I'm a naughty yeah. sumo wrestler. <laughs> Goodness! Extra Man. points
0: awarded. Miguel, it's so good to have you. Yeah, we've known each other for quite a few years. We, uh, I met Miguel when they were approaching the Family Entertainment Center that we worked at to do some uh, some work with Real Laughs on Real Radio 104.1. You can hear Miguel Monday through Thursday between nine and ten p.m. live on uh, Real Radio or on iHeart media and uh first of all I fangirled out because I've been a huge fan of of Miguel's he was uh what 2016 Monsters in the Morning comedian of the year yeah 2016 the only year that mattered that's what I tell the other it, guys exactly exactly and nobody else really mattered i mean who you know who who who, who else won what are they doing right you got you got nothing are man you, just you know doing comedy tours owl? hosting <laughs> <laughs> <sees>.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh
2: well um i've known miguel all of 3 days so it's been wonderful uh, we've laughed. We cried.
1: We're really close yeah.
0: now, Mary. Like
2: Yeah. We've sure each the- other in a lot of ways. Oh,
0: I'm, I'm tons sure of ways. T- I'm sure you two were conspiring behind my back on how to set up each other in the official roast of Scott Maffei, which I know is Why going to happen today. Why do you think we would have
2: to talk to know how to set up Yeah, that. It, Like, we don't need to communicate and, prior. And
0: Scott, you narcissists,
1: you really think me and Mary's conversations are about you? <laughs> They're about weird stuff. It doesn't even get yeah.
0: to you. I have no, no doubt. I have no doubt.
2: Like my collarbones.
0: <laughs> but after a couple times uh, spending time with Miguel, we, we, we realized that we worked together back at Universal Studios like 20 some odd years ago. Because he didn't know my, my last name, and I gave him my business card, and he calls me like an hour later, yeah. he's like, holy shit, dude, you're Scott Mathay. And I'm like, yeah, since 1979. Uh, since he's like, yeah, dude, we worked together at Universal. I'm like, no shit. Scott, it was funny because
1: when you did give me the business card and I was looking at it, I was like Scott Maffey. My mind jumped to like the uh, the the boards that would show who were like the supervisors on duty and stuff <laughs> yeah. in the office, and I was like Scott Maffey, and I saw your name right there, and I was like, holy shit, I know this guy. And that's the weird thing about Orlando. It, if people don't know, if you haven't been in Orlando, it's a it, it's it's a small town that thinks it's a big city. But if you if you've been here for a couple years, you know. Everybody, especially, and, and
0: tr- yeah. especially, especially if you're the hospitality. If any time in hospitality, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You you know people, so um, you've got real Laughs going on. You're getting back into a lot of stage shows now, correct? Because I know. Yeah, i really
1: had a rough time during COVID. It was a little rough, just because I mean, everyone had to be responsible. Venues had to be responsible, uh, and so you couldn't. Tour and, and it, it COVID happened I say COVID happened I don't really know when COVID started I know when
0: it affected me right. and that's the day it matters right. so to, uh, anything before that was nothing it wasn't until yeah. it affected Miguel Colon Jr. that oh now it's a real deal
1: yeah it's, it's, it's like history, a,
0: yeah it's like an American view on history
1: you know <laughs> like at this date is when history started you know is this uh, the but,
2: same as whitewashing what is happening right now
1: yeah, Mary, but a minority's talking. If you wouldn't interrupt him, that's rude. Oh, uh, but no, no. <laughs> Come on, Mary. Try harder, you know, oh, with those excellent man. collarbones. But, uh, <laughs> no, like, I think around, like, mid-March is when, like, I really became aware that, uh, that the coronavirus was going to be something serious, because I was, I was one of the first people telling everybody, like, Disney's not shutting down. This is not going to happen. I was that old man telling people, I lived through SARS and the swine flu. I know <laughs> this isn't going to be a problem. And, and truthfully, I remember uh, in New Rochelle, New York, they were talking about uh, the National Guard being there to sort of contain the quarantine. And even then, I was just like, it's just the National Guard. But when Disney shut down. I was like, holy shit. This is for real cuz yeah. I remember Disney on 9/11. They were like, "Hold on. Let's see. We got to some meetings first. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe we'll close a little early. We're
0: not quite sure."
1: The towers are dropping the world the world's and thinks America's going through a terrorist attack and Disney's like, "We still got some fast passes to sell. Let's just <laughs> let's just see what the mood is like, you know? People <laughs> might need this right now."
0: You know? Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. But now you're back on stage, which is fantastic. I, I know you're working on a lot of things. Real Laughs is, uh, man, you guys hit your stride like right before COVID when yeah. you added Mikey and Ken. And I know Mike hates say it, 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 when people say Mikey, but when you added Mike Hurley and Ken Miller, man, that show just took off. And uh, you guys have hit your stride. And uh, if, you, if you haven't heard Real Laughs, please check it out on iHeartMedia. Start with Baby Dropbox, which may be one of the funniest episodes in the you know what, history of Real Scott. Laughs. That's
1: so funny. I was just talking with Ken about that last night. Ken Miller, who's co-host of Real Laughs, uh, the winner of the Steve Harvey Comedy Competition, just a killer. And we were we were hanging out last night. We were talking to a couple people after a show, and Baby Dropbox just kept coming up. And to explain Baby Dropbox to you guys, uh, Scott Scott's heard it, but Mary, I don't know if you know about Baby Dropbox in Ocala, no Florida. There is a drop box hooked up to a fire station where you can drop off your baby if you don't want your baby anymore. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait,
2: wait, how big is this drop box? Like you
1: could you could could tie them up next to it if anything. Like, you know, like you put a leash and stuff. But it's a baby drop box. And we we thought this was we thought there's no way this could be real. There's no way this could be real. And so we Googled it. And damn Mary, if it isn't a box attached to the side of the wall of a fire station.
2: like blockbuster video style, yeah. and slide
1: it down a chute, like that yeah. And you gotta exactly. and you gotta hope they don't drop two babies off at a time, or else they won't be any groove <laughs> But baby drop box is a real thing, and you just put your baby in it, close it, and then hope to God that there's a fireman nearby to see it, because it's the summertime in Florida. You don't want to leave that baby in there for like three hours, and then the new fire guy has to clean that up. They're like, hey, Wilson. Oh. <laughs> Get the pressure washer out, you know yeah, <laughs> that was flies doing. What are the flies doing by the dropbox? Somebody check the dropbox?
0: God damn it!
1: It was your turn. Yeah, now we got raccoons in there. This
0: is how we get ants, people. you know? <laughs> I-, I gotta know some behind the scenes of that episode because that episode, it, you guys have a similar structure to what we do, where it's it's three segments. We tried to do three different topics, and I know James Yawn, who we had on a couple weeks ago, is very, very adamant about sticking to the topics. And you guys talked about Baby Dropbox that entire episode. Was he going nuts, like, wanting to talk about the barbecue sides or or whatever I... the next topic was? <laughs> the barbecue sides, Scott. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge fan, of course. Fan, of course. <laughs> so uh, the backstory on that, they had uh, a, a barbecue chain uh, Uh, operator, owner, on, and his mother or something had relations with Charlie Chaplin, and- And,
1: and, Had relations, huh? His grandmother had, like, a thing with Charlie Chaplin, and then his mom, uh, or his grandmother relations with Charlie Chaplin, and then she worked for Colonel Sanders, and then, like, apparently Colonel Sanders gave her some recipes. I can only think, like, they had some sort of, like, like thing going on. And, like, this guy's telling that part of the story. And, and James had started out being like, no, your restaurant has a lot of delicious sides. And the guy was like, yeah, one of my sides. He's like, one of my sides is actually the original mashed potatoes from KFC's recipe. And we were like, how did you get that? And the guy's like, well, my grandmother, uh, she used to have a relationship with Charlie Chaplin and toured. And then she met Colonel Sanders. And they had a relationship. And now we're all like leaning forward like <laughs> your grandmother had a relationship with Charlie Chaplin and Colonel Sanders. He's like, right. And James goes, right, right, right. But back to, to these sides. Like, no, no, no. No. <laughs> no one cares about the macaroni. This guy's <laughs> grandmother was doing Charlie Chaplin and Colonel <laughs> Sanders. Who knows?
2: Maybe at the first time, did they at the same time? Did they make a movie though? Like a black and white? I yeah
1: he like he had be. a little film he like you get I remember back then when you want to take a sex tape they had to have like six camera guys and it's all set up and somebody's wearing those big pants with the with the like beret hat and they're like talking into the thing they're like now charlie now make sure and then they had to they had to paint the, the semen because it didn't show white on camera it's like use chocolate <laughs> sauce use chocolate sauce <laughs> and charlie's still silent the whole time he's like <laughs> and there's like a little a card with words. Oh, <laughs> up. oh, oh, not in my hair, you know?
2: <laughs> and that's where the O face originated. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but we almost didn't
0: get to that because James had some macaroni questions. <laughs> Right. So then how did he handle that week? And, and I love James. He just has a different approach to, he, he wants it to be very structured. And, and I, what, the unique thing that you guys do is you take turns hosting, which I absolutely love because it, it gives each episode its own personality. So James just likes to stick to structure. Miguel, the first time I was on Real Laughs when Miguel was hosting, I was like, hey, what are the topics? He goes, man, I don't fuck around with the bullshit topics.
1: <laughs> it's just I how love- it goes. Uh- I like to keep it organic, but but here's something that I'll, I'll say, though, too, uh, and I think you can attest to this guy. I like to keep it organic, but I don't just willy-nilly. Like, I, like I'll sit there, we'll have a little quick video. I'm like, let's talk about this. Why don't you bring this part up? Uh, right. I like that you said this. I like to quarterback it. so that we keep it fresh and then we keep it going and a lot of times when it's an episode with it's just me i don't mind if the whole episode follows a sort of linear path like oh we're talking about family okay let's start out talking about the things that we're ashamed about that we were embarrassed of as family then we'll move forward and we'll do this i like to keep it moving like that and and it's not because one style is better i just never want to get get on the like the macaroni you know
0: <laughs> it's just yeah it's just yeah exactly so but, how did how did james handle that uh baby dropbox i think,
1: it, I think baby dropbox went really well like i, I from what i can remember because what i know with james too is like if he because i don't think james was hosting baby dropbox i don't, I don't think, think he was, hosting he was. It. i
0: think it was you
1: yeah so if james isn't hosting it james isn't because he's not like uh he's not like a uh um he has to be in control of everything. It's it just when flow, he's in control right. of something, he he wants to do it the way that, the, the way we all want to do it. Gotcha. Way. Right. So right. baby Dropbox, I think went, uh, I think it was one of our favorite episodes. I think James agrees is one of our favorite episodes. Uh, and that's what I, that's what I like about uh, the days I get to host. I like to just run with. I like to let it go wild and loose. Like Ken Ken and Mira always saying, like you know, this is gonna be the episode that gets us uh, thrown off the <laughs> this air. Is the one like, that
2: gets us canceled. Yeah,
1: but I like that. Like I like when we get to to, to tiptoe that close to the edge because my big thing is I really think you should be allowed to say whatever you want as long as you're willing to accept the consequences that come with it and right. understand that what you say you need to be able to stand by. So if you say something super controversial and then you get mad because it turned everybody off, well that's that's it's what happens you. when you say something that everybody doesn't like. Right. But right. uh Baby Dropbox was just the sweet science. Everybody loved it. Uh, there's nothing more funny than yeah, nothing more funny than thinking about a baby just Put inside of a plexi-class drop box outside of a fire station, <laughs> and then they did a, grand, through, like a, late they did a grand movie. Mary, they did a grand opening for it, like where they cut it the ribbon cutting of it. It everything. Yeah. Wait, it, and everything.
2: Wait, pictures then, or it didn't happen? Is this oh, posted Mary,
1: somewhere? Yes, Google Ocala Baby drop box. and uh, <laughs> you will you will see the glory that's to it. And then the best part too, you just said too, like you got to drop it off like a movie. I make sure you rewind it and like. <laughs> <laughs> Expert but the, yeah, there, there needs to be a camera in there though, like we said, because if there's not, like, know, does it have
2: it a ring doorbell? Like we know when it something's should. been
1: dropped in. Like- it should. I hope it. I hope it's like one of those was like Rube Goldberg machines too, where you drop it. It's like, I'm <laughs> yeah. it goes down a like, It goes down a conveyor belt. They splash it with powder. they Kiwi's spray Big it down. Adventure. Yeah, they take a little shirt off, put a little onesie on it, and a little hat. And then it just
0: comes rolling out into a ball pit. Uh, Well, speaking of babies, when we come back from break, I've got to give an update on Abby's tooth. We're four weeks in, we're going to give that update. We'll be right back. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. No New Friends Podcast is now using Nikki Podcast Preparations Incorporated, which is a podcast management consultant agency of services that helps independent podcasts obtain more plays, downloads, guests, sponsors, and a bunch of the legwork behind the microphone when it comes to podcasting. CEO Nick can be contacted via Twitter or Instagram at Nikki, he And if you tell him that the No New Friends Podcast sent you, we'll both get a 25% discount. Nikki has helped accumulate millions upon millions of downloads, tens of thousands of dollars in sponsorships, celebrity guests, and much more. So just shoot him a direct message to get your podcast growing at this time the no new friends podcast would like to thank one of our supporters chris kellehar thank you for being a supporter of the no new friends podcast you too can be a supporter it's very simple all you have to do is click on the link in the episode description and you too, for as low as 99 cents per month can support the no new friends podcast what this does is goes towards new equipment marketing and other operating expenses support today and again thank you chris kellehar hey guys comedian james john and you are a Listening to the No New Friends podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast. Right before the break, I hinted that I uh, needed to talk about Abby, my eight-year-old's loose tooth that we have been dealing with for four weeks. I have a big update. It finally fell out after four damn weeks of hell with this. Scott, you, mind didn't, mind
1: Scott, you didn't save this. You didn't save this for sweeps week. It's such a good story. I know, right? <laughs>
2: I this would like to say i was do excited do do for you, but it's too much. Like I've gone through this journey for too long. I did send you an excited text saying congratulations, right? right. But like I said earlier, I really hope that you burn that tooth. It has a deal with the devil, and um, get rid of it.
0: Well, she was at my mo- at her mom's. Lost it there, so that thing's already been trashed.
2: Well, yeah, it's just it's like of my mom's It <laughs> would be there. So.
0: Exactly. Mary, how are Carline Chronicles going? I I know you have an update.
2: You know, every day is different. Uh, And and there's some days that nothing happens. That doesn't happen very often. I think my favorite day was when a dog escaped from an SUV. So let me set the scene for you. There are, I would say the first 10 cars are the crazy moms. Like They're the ones that drop their kid off and then just stay there. They just stay there. And then there's like the mid-lap moms. And those are the very social Carline moms, like they legitimately get out of their cars and talk to each other. Like they, I'm one day I, there's gonna be a fucking potluck. <laughs> I'm positive of it. And then the next part of it are uh, the me moms, which I would like to think are the cool moms. Not sure, still feeling that out. And then the ones behind me are the ones running late. I'm just right in that sweet spot. Anyway, so this car, this dog jumps out of this car because that's the <laughs> thing, I guess. in like Mary, is you bring your dog to Carline, and he escaped from the SUV, and I, I wish, like, I didn't jump in to help because I was just too entertained by what was happening. Uh, there were probably six to eight parents trying to corral this dog, but he was, like, juking them. Like, people were falling down trying to catch this dog. Like, he was, like, I'm fast as fuck, boys, like, just <laughs> all over the place, and they finally corralled him and got this him This is going to hurt that was- dog,
0: this is going to hurt that dog in the upcoming lake lake mary pet mayoral race oh
1: i
2: know for the no because uh, waffles already won that
1: Um, i like to think though real quick that that dog has been planning this out for weeks and the day of he like walked out and looked at the cat and the cat was like i'll see you on the other side sparkles and he just winked at him (laughs) and then like the fish is just nodding in the fishbowl and he's getting in the car and he's thinking remember remember door opens 15 seconds flat to get across the side of the street. 22 seconds to get up the ramp. 35 (laughs) seconds, get through the gate. This is it,
2: sparkles! (laughs) (laughs) So so their window was down, and that's how he escaped. He just dove. He uh, took a leap of faith. What kind of dog was it?
1: A badass dog um, with was, balls it of steel.
2: Was, it did have balls of steel. I don't it honestly looked like a mutt to me. Like yeah. it did not look like a dog of importance. What was it a and small dog, large rude. dog? I it would be small. I okay. would say less than 20 pounds, which is why he was so zoomy, I believe. I say he, I'm not sure. But uh so they catch the dog, put it back in the SUV, and you just see the windows roll up immediately. Like his window down privilege has been revoked. <laughs> He's never going to get that again. I can think so- when they brought
1: him back in the house too, everybody just had their head lowered and then it was just like cool hand Luke and stuff. They're just staring at him like, you know you didn't break him. Sparkles is going to do this again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is he destiny. probably will and I I look forward to that day. It wasn't. It's been pretty low key this week, though. Uh, It was either yesterday or the day before. I honestly thought nothing was going to happen. Like I was bored for a little bit. I was like, something good has got to happen. And then a bird shit right on my car, and I was so pissed off. Like this can't be the highlight of carline today. It can't be. Lo and behold, I look to my right, and the mom next to me is eating spaghetti out of a real bowl, like it's not everywhere. Like just eating spaghetti. (laughs) <laughs> and this is at like three o'clock in the afternoon. So I have a lot of questions. Like it's not really a meal time. Maybe it's like I don't know. I don't know what was happening, but Are you I... criticizing
1: that this bad bitch gets things done all day long? That she has to <laughs> pasta and carb up at three o'clock in the afternoon. Cause shit's well, about to get maybe... so real.
2: Look, I was considering offering her sushi on Wednesday because Wednesday is Publix five dollar sushi. Yes, it is. I'd love her.
1: To, I'd love her to see her with, with, with the chopsticks, just sushi, <laughs> <laughs> and she's got like goya on the side too. <laughs> that bitch keeps an air fryer in her car to reheat. You know, she's like <laughs> okay. plugs it into the lighter, and she's like, "Oh no, my orange chini are getting soggy. <laughs> <laughs> crisp them up really quick." Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: Oh, that's it for Carline Chronicles this week, but stay tuned. I'm sure some more fucked up shit will happen.
0: Awesome. It's awesome. Great. So I wanted to help you with something today because both you and I are unemployed and, you know, the highlight of your day is these Car- this Carline Chronicle and, and this podcast, <laughs> of course. So I wanted maybe Miguel and I can give you some advice on different things that Maybe you. Ooh, can the the mansplain it. episode. Cool.
2: Yeah. The mansplain episode is that what it's entitled? titled because yeah. I sign off on that Plus one. First of put some makeup
0: on that. and smile more. You know? So I know you've thought about maybe starting a fans-only page. What What are your only thoughts fans. on that? Only uh, fans. Only fans. Only oh, fans. Put some, uh, some now, cool. goddamn respect like on the, it. Gr-
2: yeah, one of them's like the great value version of it. You <laughs> don't like be careful. God. only
0: fans put some goddamn respect on the name scott only fans my bad yeah. you can tell how uh, out of tune i am with this only fans got it
2: are you asking for my opinion yeah well, i mean wait
0: what, what kind of things are you looking for
2: money that's what i'm yeah. looking for fuck like what are you asking? i don't yeah. understand what the question is what's the premise of this question am i going to start one who knows would I tell a lot of people? Absolutely not. Because that eliminates the ability to secure a real job later on. But what would I I show? think that's
1: changing, Mary. I think the game's about to change. In, po- <laughs> in <like> post-COVID, actually- <laughs> yeah, that's going to be your LinkedIn. Be like, yeah, send so- me your LinkedIn <laughs> and your OnlyFans. Okay, I like the fact that you have a lot of theme park experience and you squirt and your feet are cute. I think you got this job, exactly, you know? <laughs> exactly.
2: Um yeah, well I think the highlights what I would show uh would be my elbows and my uh collarbones. I think that's really my, my strong point. Yeah. Hot. They just pop out and, a little bit.
1: Yeah, They're you definitely strong. you got some definitely some prominent collarbones there, man. Yeah,
2: I got yeah, a for, good
0: old
1: verse, yeah. for our
0: listeners who don't get to hear the things that go on during break. Ah, uh, Miguel's in love with Mary's collarbone.
1: No, I just think they're weird, and weird is the way you want on OnlyFans. You don't want some regular. Like, if you like, if you lost a foot to a landmine, you're about to ball out of control, okay? Because niche niche is the key when it comes to like uh, perversions. Because the the deeper the niche gets, the more that person has trouble finding it. And they're going to pay top dollar for it.
2: Who is looking for a set of collarbones that enter the room before I do?
1: There's some Romanian dude who's like, look at the collarbones. Oh, my God. (laughs) Give her lots of rubles. Give her rubles, you know. There's some, like, some, like, Colonel child soldier African fucking diamond yeah. miner who's going to be sending you machine gun parts and blood diamonds just because he's like, look at these collarbones. Oh my goodness. A bird could land on them. Look at that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess that's, that's your collarbones look idea. like stuffed
1: crust
0: pizza. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> what the
2: fuck?
0: Barry, you're going to need an extra $2,800 stimulus for each collarbone that's uh yeah. rude yeah scott I, I mean, miguel say, okay, says you, you can land a bird
1: on it and i say it needs yeah what i said was sexy what you said was weird
2: uh. <laughs> it, it looks like, like during you think sex. i deserve money but you're not gonna give it to me like you want the go- i don't want the government support scott okay <laughs> i'm a strong independent woman
1: very it looks like during sex you can hold on to your collarbones <laughs>
2: God damn it. Can we change topics? Where's James Yawn? Yes. I need to find somebody to stay on a topic. Let's hey, talk yeah, about macaroni.
0: J- James Yawn will sit here and compliment everybody and, and tell everybody what we want to hear. Miguel's going to tell it like it is. And Look, James Yawn is the
1: comedian you want. I'm the comedian you deserve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: well, I don't know how to recover from this. So I'm just going to let this uh, go back to you, Scott. Uh, Miguel is others? the guy.
0: That I'm always seeking his approval, and and if you haven't listened to last night's episode of Real Laps on Real Radio 104.1, we talk a little bit about this. Uh, I'm just never going to get his approval, but for some reason, I'm always seeking his approval, so M- Miguel likes to give me shit and give me a hard time and text think me you last just have,
1: You just have a, like a narcissistic perceptive, uh, perception of it.
0: I don't like to give you shit. I just give you what you deserve. <laughs> right. You right so. <laughs> yeah, he says to me last night, he says, none of this Princess Diaries bullshit. You better bring it tomorrow.
1: Yeah, yeah I heard you talk about the Princess Diaries yesterday or the last podcast. It just made me I sunk my head even lower. I was like, God damn, Scott. Like I
2: didn't know much about uh, the Princess Diaries to be fair. That was not um, my strong suit. I lost that trivia question, so. Yeah, yeah.
0: I played golf yesterday. I, I, did, a, I did a golf lesson beforehand, and I got to tell you, I feel like I'm like 70 years old today. My back is killing me. I was trying to write the topics down on paper. My hand is shaking because I spent a whole hour at the driving range before playing golf. Never done that before. I've never hit golf balls for an hour, and I can barely walk today.
2: Is that why you're always on the bottom for sex?
0: Yes, exactly. Because I can't uh, the back. I don't Well, know. don't it's worry. You can just
1: too- hold on to Mary's classical. Well, if it got too <laughs> wild, <laughs> it, God, looks like, it. it looks like it looks like it looks like on a zip line. The thing you hold. <laughs> the- <laughs> the it, where do you want? Where, where do you want me to come? To- Take a guess. <laughs> on the ledge over here. <laughs> There's like a guy standing on it and there's cops underneath it. They're like, you have a lot to live for. Don't jump. Oh man. I don't I
2: I can't fix this situation though. I don't it's not a
0: bad thing though. That's it's not a bad thing.
1: It's yeah, that's the thing. Nobody's ever been like, Oh my god, look at those clavicles. I'm going to wear a
2: sweatshirt for the rest of my life. A
1: turtleneck. That's hot though, because then you'll just see them protruding, it'll be second breast, you know. You're like, yo, look at look at them clavs on her, man. What? You see her elbows? Boy. Uh, I also have
2: huge calves, so that works out. Clavs and calves. Clavs and
1: calves? That's gonna yeah. be the name of my strip club I open. Clavs <laughs> and, and calves. calves. Every girl who works for me is gonna have to work, look like Allie McBeal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking for them Callista flock hearts, man. You know, just like just like a skeleton who put on a skin dress, you know? <laughs>
2: Oh, wait a minute. I'm not a skeleton. I got some beef on. Wait, you got beef? beef Where's got your beef? beef?
1: <laughs> you got birthing oh. hips?
2: Um, well, I like to say that, but I guess in reality, I do not. But I, I'm very short, so it works. It's proportional. That's what I, I tell uh,
1: Yeah, so you, when we manage your OnlyFans account, it's going to be a picture of your calf. And then, and then people are going to be like, ooh, look at that calf. I'm in. And then they're going to see the clav. And they're like, oh, my God. And then, and then they're going to see Carline, because we're going to throw that in there, too. Because <laughs> while other moms are eating spaghetti and Carline, you're going to be taking OnlyFans pictures of okay. <laughs> <laughs> And if we could get you a yoga and you could somehow get your calf next to your clavicle, go, yeah. Go. Oh, oh there it is. It. She can do it. There it, it is. Well, girl, you better go ahead and put your order in for a Tesla because you're about to be balling. You know?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. I uh I used to do competitive gymnastics and danced for a long time. So uh
1: so I'm guessing not a good it. childhood, huh? Not uh, yeah, a lot of love no, and support I mean, for your family. <laughs> Just I like, still,
2: oh I did cheerleading too. I uh I did win that science award though. So like I kept it real across. Did all you years. like
1: did you come in there and cartwheel into your science award? You're like, okay. I'm Mary, and this is my science awards. Perfect, girls. Um, <laughs> like... you, you joke, you joke, but probably, <laughs> fucking probably. Yeah,
2: I I'm... remember getting in trouble in elementary school for um, like doing back handsprings across like the play area. And the teacher was like, Mary, there's so a right to me. time and right place for everything. And I was like, I'm fucking outside. Yeah, why, recess, why recess
1: like, isn't the fucking time for handspring. What am I supposed <laughs> to wait? What do I wait for when I get home after I had a nice meal? Go fuck yourself. This is recess. <laughs> I run the playground. I Look at believe- these clabs. I'm going to be making it one day.
0: I'm working on these calves so I can sell out to these boys. All right, we're going to go to break. When we come back more with uh, Mary's Clavicles and uh, Miguel Colon Jr., you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. If you're looking to advertise your business or service, please email us at no new at yahoo.com. A captive audience is ready to hear what you have to offer. Contact us today. Again, that email is no new friends podcast at yahoo.com. Hey, this is Craig Brooks with Tasty Trivia, and you're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast. We're joined in virtual studio by the host of Real Laughs on Real Radio 104.1, Miguel Cologne Jr. An interesting thing happened to me a couple of days ago. I was, I was talking to someone, kind of a new acquaintance, if you will. We were talking about vaccination and, and how close we could be together because of, of COVID and all that. And then we became friends on Facebook and all that. And as I'm kind of Facebook stalking them a little bit, I see, oh, they have very different political views than I do. That's okay. But it made me think I was like, oh, we were talking about vaccination. And it's just one of those things where it's like, you really can't talk about that in front of people because you don't know if you're gonna if if, if I say I'm pro vaccination, are they gonna go all QAnon on me and tell me why? And there's so many polarizing I would, things right now. I
2: would- like to slide in and interject here Um, probably one of the reasons why i have no new friends is i don't give a fuck i think that those types of topics will say vaccinations uh religious beliefs gun control wearing a mask i believe what i believe uh and the, the reason why they're so uncomfortable is because they're probably important right so you should talk about it but also i will say that given more information or a different viewpoint, it's okay to change your mind. Sure. So talk about shit. But also, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to tell you that all of my children are vaccinated. The two that have autism did not get it from a vaccine. And wear your goddamn mask. End scene.
0: There you go. Wow. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's, it's like when I'm trying to make new acquaintances or trying to make new friends or, or, or whatever, it's like I can't talk about certain things because... Th- this country is so polarized right now that if you're one way you're one way and everything else is bad so like
2: no but I, you're viewing it the wrong way you can't think of it as being polarized i think that you are you're too pessimistic talk about shit how are you gonna know if you're gonna vibe with this person if they can't get it down with your viewpoints
0: right i guess i guess but like yeah. go Miguel, ahead Miguel. Weigh but,
2: in, please.
1: yeah yeah be, uh, i'm with mary on this one as usual scott uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um no, man, like, like, it, it's how you talk about things. It's how you talk about things. If you talk uh-huh. about things with facts, and you're talking about and, and also just bouncing opinions off each other. It's when anytime that you are scolding people and telling them that they're wrong, from both sides, then this sure. isn't a conversation anymore. It's an argument, mm-hmm. you know, and there's actually nothing wrong with arguments too. arguments are important. It's just a time and place, like Mary Laird with cartwheels. It's a time and place for it. Right. But, right. uh, you are supposed to, you are. And, and I talked to this about the guys on the radio all the time when, when we're like, "Oh, I don't know. Somebody's like, I don't know if we want to talk about this. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, you know, offend anybody that that's life. Life's offensive. Life is offensive. It's, it's a beautiful struggle, you know, and, and there's going to be moments. The big thing is, and we were talking about earlier is don't talk about shit. You don't believe in don't talk about things that you aren't willing to stand for when you make a statement. But the truth is, uh, things like talking about vaccinating your children, it shouldn't be polarizing because I'm talking about what I'm going to do with my family, and you're talking about what you're going to do with your family, sure. and that's cool, <laughs> if you, you know. And when when it comes to vaccinations, like Mary said, she's like her children, both her children that are on the spectrum didn't get it from vaccines, but I also know what they also didn't get, and that's fucking measles. Okay, you know, right. like, you know, like I, I, I go through all these books and I know that there's not a record of how many people were on the spectrum before we vaccinated people, but I have seen cemeteries from like the 1917s and be like, there's right. a lot of dead kids. There's a lot of
2: that, that damn polio. They probably have yeah. access We don't yeah, know.
1: We don't know. They were just fucking, they're just, you know, sitting there in a wheelchair and bothered by certain sounds and textures. And we're like, look at this. <laughs> He's at got this it all.
2: You know?
1: He's got <laughs> it all. Yeah. What would you be with, uh, let, me, let me may I ask real ahead. quick, Scott? Yeah. What I think I think a part of it goes to him to diagnose you because I know Mary has a degree in psychology and uh you know I'm I'm just nosy and so I think I can tell everybody what's going on. But I will tell you this is a part of it that you just don't want to risk an awkward moment? You know, you don't want that awkward moment with somebody. Yes. Or okay so that hey look if if somebody's a casual friend of yours that don't matter i can understand that because it's like i don't want to get deep with anybody who i don't really give a fuck about right but if somebody is somebody that you feel like no i got a connection friendly with this person i I like this person it's important it's important i feel to 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 let people know how you feel about things as long as you're not also letting them know they can't have their opinion but also i do not believe in the The whole "I agree to disagree" that's bullshit. That's when you say "I agree to disagree" to me, you're just coming up with this passive. Yeah, Yeah. I don't don't agree to disagree. I disagree. Yeah, that's it. I disagree. But I'm okay with the fact that we're going to disagree.
0: This this scenario was it. It it, someone that I had just kind of met. It was the second time that we had spent any amount of significant time together. Was it one of your kids? No.
2: Well, actually, he just picked yeah. it up from the baby
0: Dropbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looks like you didn't fit. Guess you're coming home. <laughs> so, it, um, it, go ahead, Mary.
2: No, I was going to tell you to continue with your story. Yeah, we're trying was, to stay on the train today. Yeah, it was. Uh,
0: exactly. Uh, it was someone that I, you know, <laughs> had kind of just met. And we it didn't come up in conversation other than the fact that, hey, you know, we're very careful. We haven't been vaccinated yet, but we're on the list. And then we became friends on Facebook. So, this is like the natural progression of when you meet someone, it, it, you know, you spend some time. And then I looked and it, they're like, they're anti vaccination. And I'm like, oh crap. Like, we said this. Are they going to be judging us because we're. Going Here's to visit the thing, to Scott. Us. They, they might be judging you.
1: Your... Yeah, they might oh be judging God. you, but for how long? Because they ain't going to live. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, they You're probably stoked out your Facebook too.
0: Right. You yeah. know, right. And,
2: like I'm sure they stalked you as well.
0: Right, and, which could be I mean, problematic to- because, come, you know, <laughs> uh, during election season, if they go that far back, I was very, very vocal uh, for the first time in my life. I actually gave a oh, shit. Oh, but about you were
2: something. belligerent sometimes, and I like to think it was probably after a day of golfing. But you <laughs> were mean. You were mean. Well, yeah,
0: I was. I was very mean. Because everybody's
1: that, got a big pair of balls online. Sure. So you here's you can the hide deal. Behind face to screen. face. Face to face. Most people don't want to say shit to make things awkward. So, nope. like, you could, you could literally be wearing a hat that says CUNA got it right, and somebody will be in line with you, and you got, you're, you're at, like, Chipotle, and you're like, I like the Burrito Bowl, and the other person's got a hat, Obama, eight more years, and they're like, Burrito Bowl's great. It's you know, <laughs> <That's that's> wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because you
2: can't just jellyfish out of the situation most yeah. of the time. Like, you can't just leave.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're stuck in it. So don't worry, Scott. I think, you're, I think, I think the truth is, uh, if something matters to you, and it comes up in conversation, then bring it up. Also, though, and here's, here's a thing I believe, too. Uh, you don't have to always talk about all the things that are, like, super worldly important when you're meeting people. You can right. be friends with people and have casual conversations. But at the end of the day, if, if it's something that matters to you and it's going to come up in conversation, you can't be afraid to say it.
0: Sure. No, I, I, I get that. Now, look, we weren't sitting sitting there face to face in two chairs going, OK, Dr. Seuss, bad. You know, it wasn't that it was just literally how much how close can we hang out because yeah. we haven't been vaccinated yet. You know, that was wait, that was so kind you of took
2: it that far that you were overanalyzing. <laughs> yeah, that I'm like, conversation wait <laughs> wasn't OK, because I feel like you just wasted five minutes of our life. Here we are. All of it were gone. Like, go into bat for something you believed in you're like no i'm just worried that maybe they later I was on
1: in, i was in line maybe. at mr's car wash and i ran up to a random person Now i'm worried that they hate me you know <laughs> like
0: what the fuck mary <laughs> because did you, i was
2: sorry did you just ahead.
0: meet me I, I i overanalyze everything yeah Man, let's like get some cartwheels going to get Miguel. The,
1: to, yeah, <laughs> Miguel, yeah don't if, overanalyze it it's it, 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 it we're, we're friends scott we're friends. I know, even, I know. Th- even though you're very low on my friend food chain. I know Two, I get it. Mary's, Mary's higher too because we've actually spent more time talking because we keep having these audio problems.
0: But, audio, uh, computer problems. It's, it's been a nightmare. It, you should have seen me when I was dating. I had all the.
2: To, do we have to revisit this? <laughs> I lived through the trauma personally. You're like, well, what does this mean? What does this mean? I what does, does this text know. mean? You know, what does that emoji
0: know. mean? Oh my it's God, an emoji, Scott. not words. What do you think? Should it be this? Should it be that? You were that guy. I like, oh like my Google god! I, I'm, like I'm so the girl. Guy. I, I tell my wife all the time. It's really nice having a man around the house because I am the girl. <laughs> I overanalyze everything. I overthink everything. When my wife and I first started dating, I completely analyzed every aspect of the situation. Do we where... want to
2: tell the story about your your first date and yes. how you overanalyzed that?
0: Absolutely. Yes. So. We I, we had reconnected on Facebook, and I saw that she had changed her her married name back to her maiden name. So I was like, "Okay, let so me you wait. A- her." I did. She
1: was start this off right here.
0: Emotionally
2: distressed. Let me slide in. Let yeah, me slide let me right the in because, time.
0: Like- <laughs> exactly. She's, Center she's DM. Hurt. This is my time. It, yeah, <laughs> no, that's uh, that's I live in the emotionally damaged zone. That's when I thrive. So I reached out, said, "Hey, was uh, thinking about you." We were talking about Mardi Gras, whatever. And she's like, do you want to talk? And I'm like, sure. Get on the phone. And she's like, well, let's hang out. I'm like, okay, great. How does next week sound? Well, next week's bad. My mom's in town. Hit me up. So I hit her up. Nothing. No no response for like three, four days. So I'm like, ah, oh, well, screw it.
2: freaking out. Like yeah. I had to talk him off of the ledge. The I clavicle ledge? Out- <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, next part of the story. Scott, I'll let you tell it.
0: So- we finally connect and we, we make a date for Friday. She says, yeah, let's, you know, let's get together. Let's hang out. Why don't you come out to city walk? And I'm like, okay, great. It's a date. And I always, I, I ended the sentence with, it's a date to see her response. Was she going to respond, po- respond positive, negative. I got no response. Nothing Why would to she respond? With. You just confirmed it's the like, goddamn date. <laughs> it. Right.
2: Okay. So this is, this is, I'll tell the rest of the story from yes. here, from my perspective. Um, so he's panicking and Friday rolls around. He comes in. I don't know in, if it's a um, date.
0: I don't know if we're hanging out. I don't know,
2: what is this? And so he <laughs> comes in to uh, the restaurant that we were both working at. And I think he was with Darren, I was right? with Darren. Darren was with I came in to yeah, reconcile I credit have cards. Yeah, because said what I said in front of Darren probably. You definitely should not and have. so he was freaking out and he's like, I don't know if I should even drive all the way out to Universal for this. know it's rush hour traffic I don't even know and I was like Scott the worst thing that could happen is maybe you get your dick wet like just go like just go have a good time and lo and behold I get a call from him the next day and he's like you'll never believe what happened you'll never believe it
0: I mean it didn't sound that creepy but it was was did you get get your dick wet I can't come on. This is my wife we're talking about here, but
1: yes. Bro, you walked into <laughs> this motherfucker. The audience, let me tell you something. You don't give the audience half the truth, you give them all the truth. <laughs> Listen, yeah, the but the
2: details it, were good enough to make me sit down on the floor of the department store because <laughs> I was shopping. And I was like, tell me more. I didn't, I,
0: I didn't I seal the deal. This is how bad. So we go to City Walk. We, we eat at one of the restaurants at City Walk. She yeah. got her dick wet, Mary. Not <laughs> him. <laughs> And suck it Scott suck it <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 like a circus seal you <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think this is the
0: perfect time to end on that. I know. Uh, yeah, so so we we wander around City Walk and, and it's getting late. She's like, "Well, why don't you come back to my place where the beers are a lot cheaper?" And I'm like, "Okay." As we're walking <laughs> out, I'm like, "Oh, she you
2: back to her place, huh? right?" Yeah,
0: yeah. But check this out. As we're walking out, I look at the miniature golf course and I'm like, "Oh, I've never played that miniature golf course." She's like, "Oh, neither have I. We should do it sometime." And I said, "Well, do you want to do it now?" And she's like, "Or you can just come back." I know. She's like, "Or you can just come back to my place." And I was yeah. like, "Yeah." okay, I'll do that. Didn't seal the deal till like four or five o'clock in the morning, which is yeah. a whole another story. Because you were probably, yeah, you were probably
1: talking her ear off. She's sitting there like, hey, <laughs> let me change it to something sexier. She comes out in a cat suit with a whip. And you're like, oh my God, Julie Newmar uh, was one of my favorite cat women. Uh, do you want to look at some old videos of Batman? And she's <laughs> like, how about you put the gimp suit on? And you're like, oh my God, like Pulp Fiction? Can I tell you some Pulp Fiction trivia? And she's like, oh my God. <laughs>
0: We were actually uh, talking about Broadway because uh, that's... Oh, so that's why she didn't,
1: know, she didn't know you liked girls at that point. <laughs> you know that?
0: I was going to be her gay.
1: Yeah. She was like, oh my God, you know who, who's my favorite Tony Award winning artist? She's like, oh shit, I'm going to have to call some other dude over. <laughs> 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 Scott ain't about getting his dick wet with me. He's, you know, oh, he's, boy. he's on that Rock Hudson shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, look, this has been fun. Miguel, where are you going to be this weekend? You performing anywhere?
1: Not this weekend, but April third, I'm going to be at Bloodhound Brewery. Uh, I'll be doing a uh, I'll, I'll be doing it there with uh, David Naboa will be my feature, and then uh, Jeff Kaufman, our lawyer slash newest sponsor, is just getting back into comedy, so he's going to be doing a, a quick five minute guest spot set at Bloodhound Brewery April third. Uh, show starts at eight PM.
0: Awesome, awesome! Don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook at New New Friends Podcast. You can email us New, new friends Podcast at yahoo.com and we'll be back next week. Okay, bye.